1: Welcome to the Abroad Japan Podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broder, but joined as always by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson. Pete... How are you doing? What's going on? I'm good.
2: My uh, partner's just got back from uh, Chicago, so she's brought me a big bag of... There's this particular candy called Sweethearts, uh, and they're these big, right. sour discs. They're like the size of manhole covers. They're brilliant. And uh, you buy them in 7-Eleven, and I think they're like an old candy, an old-style candy. And... Um, mm. It, they just even talking about them making my mouth water. So I basically start the day with a big bowl of really sour, really sweet, really acrid, uh, aggressive sweets. Uh, so so <laughs> that, so I know how my Monday is going to go. Uh, a double espresso, some clamato juice, a bottle of, of Amazon, and uh, and some sweethearts candy. I'm I'm going to be being sick by about five o'clock. So uh, that's how my, my day's gone very well. I'm full of sugar, but I may not uh, last the day. <laughs>
1: The American diet for you there Yes, exactly oh, yeah. I I've never heard of these things so, I mean, American candy, there's so much of it, isn't there I remember the time I gave like Natsuki some Hershey's I, yeah. I did a blindfold taste test with chocolate <laughs> And he <laughs> sniffed the Hershey's And he went, whoa, animal smell And uh, <laughs> It does, it does
2: They have got a horrible. very
1: unique sort of smell It's very sort of sicky <laughs> yeah, it's mm. pretty bad. It's pretty bad. We we win on the chocolate front. Yes, and probably. The, I think British candy is better than American candy. There's, probably going to risk the ire of our American viewers. There, there's very rarely
2: great. a salmonella outbreak in British candy. That's all I'm saying. The last one was in Easter, oh. which I think was uh, the Kinder Surprise. Is it Kinder? No, no. I don't think it was Kinder. It was a uh, no. Someone, Definitely. Someone had uh, some big brand had a had a pretty hefty salmonella outbreak in their in their uh, Easter to chocolate which is a big issue for a lot of people obviously because that's probably where they make all their money
1: <laughs> I look at things to come for the uh, a in pan snack box <laughs> it's just a big box of mouldy salmonella food I've just eaten like all the chicken of Sendai given that I'm like going away this week oh yes the UK finally I uh, wanted to have like a last supper and mm. you know it was alone I was alone sitting there what I love about Japan is it's a country where dining out alone is very Mm. acceptable and most a lot of people do right it's much more common than the UK you feel a bit weird dining out alone in the UK yeah like but I just sat there and I ordered plate after plate of yakitori chicken oh my god it was so juicy so salty so oily so magical and now i (laughs) ate so much that i'm actually recording this podcast standing up because i can't sit down you can't sit down surely you were
2: sitting down when you were eating how did the food get in is it like a one-way system it can't you can't ever get
1: leaving again you can't ever leave I I mean, yeah, I mean, what I ate has broken the laws of physics, clearly. I uh, just can't do it. I, I've eaten too much, but it was worth it. I don't regret it, because I'm not going to be doing that for uh, four to five weeks. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, looking forward to it. I still haven't bought any souvenirs. I went into Don Quixote, which is where you're supposed to get, like, your wacky you flavoured... Kit cats, Couldn't mm. see any None there Salmonella, the Boy plays Old <laughs> chocolate's Salmoner, gone Because of Salmoner. Yeah 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 Honestly yeah <laughs> Not true Not I'll, true <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll keep an eye out When yeah, I go to Narita Airport okay. well, I'll see if I can Find something there <laughs> We uh We've got a story this week from Leon, He says, Hello, Chris and Pete. My name's Leon. I'm an architecture student from Germany, currently spending a semester studying in Nagoya. I'm
2: a German in Nagoya.
1: That's a song I would like to... Uh,
2: you know, like an like a Englishman in New York. English I'm a German in, in Nagoya. <laughs>
1: Everyone's favourite city I wonder how it's getting on Uh, About one month ago I wanted to submit some forms For the University's Office of Foreign Affairs To document my arrival And I walked to what I thought Was my university campus After bursting into some offices Without finding the correct place To hand in the paperwork I met an American person He was willing to help me With the language barrier And to find me the right place to be It took nearly 20 minutes And three more university staff members To figure it out Turns out, I was at the wrong university. Oh, I thought no. Nagoya University and Nagoya City University would be the same. After all, the people uh, were super friendly and helpful, dedicated to fix my problem. I made my way to the correct institution and submitted the forms. Later, I learned that Japan was a large was a large number of smaller universities uh. and around 40 in Nagoya alone. Whoa. Uh, that sense didn't make much sense, but keep up the <laughs> nice work, Leon. I mean, we have the same in the UK, don't we? Everyone, I remember... Meeting people that went to uh, Oxford Brookes University. Yeah. It's just a, a university in Oxford, right? Yeah, they say, i like, oh, Where'd I'd, you go? Like, Oxford, Oxford. Yeah. Brookes University. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I remember, that. Uh, yeah, it's very, whenever, if anybody's ever been to the uh, uh, Oxford uh, University, uh, it, it's a very, very funny uh, present to buy them an Oxford Brooks Cup for Christmas because um, they're obviously, they, they want everyone to know that they went to a celebrated university and Oxford Brooks isn't quite there. You find it quite a lot, um, it, I, 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 I often wonder what it must be <laughs> like for people arriving in England uh, who have never been here before and they're landing in London Southend Airport or, I believe, London Southampton. Southampton Airport I think Southampton Airport started calling itself London Southampton which is just amazing hubris it's a little bit cheeky, but then again, like mm.
1: even Narita Airport, you know that's Tokyo, but it's kind of not it's in Chiba. Mm. Haneda Airport is like the best airport. Twenty minutes into Tokyo, job yeah. done. Well, can you Narita imagine? Airport, yeah, it's like an
2: hour away. and a quarter, isn't it? An hour and twenty minutes or something on the, on the train from Shinjuku. But mm. I think, uh, but do you not know, think that if Narita Airport was in London, it would take five hours to
1: get to? It would just be in Edinburgh. It just it would just be. It would feel like it was so far away. Mm. What I do know is If you go to Oxford Brooks though If you came to Japan Do you reckon you could like Con people Because they'd, they'd be Done the wise age Like yeah Oxford yeah. Brooks And they'd be like Wow Oxford You could like Easily get away with it I think If you were mm. outside the UK what I'm saying is, this is all turning into one big like ad for Oxford Brooks to just go to the university on merit, it's not just that because banned. it has the name Oxford in it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Good uh, God! But uh, well done there, Leon. I, uh, <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you uh, survived that uh, that slight mishap, and uh, let <laughs> us know how you're getting on in Nagoya, because yeah. I, I always make fun of it, but I do know a lot of people that live there and uh, are very happy, mm. or so they claim. <laughs> Alright so Pete thinking. What's the news this week What's oh, going on Oh there's all kinds can. Of things happening
2: Um <clears throat> we uh we didn't cover this on the on the podcast but it was a short uh, there was a, there was a, um, a new story kicking around where a man <laughs> received 360,000 dollars 46.3 million yen uh as Jeez. part of COVID-19 relief payments intended for uh, 463 households in the town of Abu in uh, Yamaguchi prefecture now <clears throat> Yamaguchi—it's the home of—isn't uh, the home of one of the big clans of uh, the
1: Yakuza? So maybe they should be, uh, maybe they, or is that just <laughs> yeah. the name of Not the, the clan? <laughs> no, no, no. no okay. The um, the Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, like the the big Prime Minister, the guy oh, who oh the bi- the big like, allegedly boss of, still holds the, the power, boss. Yeah. <laughs> the
2: big boss of the Yakuza. So, then uh, yeah, no, so, political family. Yeah. So basically, uh, we found out how this man uh, managed to get hold of. You know Cracking on for half a million dollars Of Covid-19 relief Apparently the town Compiled a list Of all the applicants Who were going to be Receiving all of the money And put All Mm. of their account information On A floppy Disc Right Oh my Send the floppy disc To the bank To execute the transfers Now how the hell You're filing a floppy disc I do not know Uh The Floppy disc (laughs) I know Well what? I mean like It worked That part of it Actually worked Uh the problem was the, the um the in tandem with the floppy disk the town's transfer order also got sent to the bank online it was there that the man's question uh, the man in question's account was at the top of the list but apparently the disk had been formatted or the day it was formatted in such a weird way that the bank mistook it for some kind of proxy account that all the money should go uh, go to uh, first and then be filtered in the proper accounts so this man basically got the whole town's covid-19 relief money Jesus. and he basically He kind of figured out what what, what had happened, but bit by bit, he started to move about 600,000 yen every day out of his account for two weeks to avoid detection. The town realised what had happened, and they began looking for this money. And and when they found out where uh, it went, they got hold of the man, or tried to get hold of the man. He said... uh, (laughs) He said, "He said basically that the money was gone from his account and it can be un, cannot be undone anymore. I will not run. I will pay for my crime." Now, the officials what? are kind of in a bit of a weird situation. They've consulted lawyers, consulted law enforcement. They have filed a lawsuit against him. But he's long gone. He's out of here. He's he's absolutely <laughs> he's fucked gone. up. He cleaned out his bank account. He's quit his job. He's abandoned his home, and he's just completely free, footloose and fancy free. Uh, he's still not technically being charged with a crime. Uh, he 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 kind of he, he kind of wasn't living at the house that he was residing in anyway properly because he only moved to Abu in October of 2020 uh, through the vacant mm. house bank program. Basically, uh, people have vacant homes in rural areas. It's basically a That helps people uh, rent them out uh, Attracting younger people to repopulate these areas Through tax breaks But this guy basically rocked up uh you know basically reside rented out a house for a bit uh got three hundred and thirty thousand dollars 360000 dollars and now he's just run off, but he's not technically being charged with the crime, so the police won't actually actively go looking for him um the lawsuit will go forward in his absence uh and he's pretty much guaranteed to go in the town's favor but after ten years, the order to pay damages will become invalid so which means he'll be completely free he 'll be completely free isn't that Pop's interesting ticket.
1: Yeah I mean This guy Look at his luck Like he turned up there In 2020 Got a cheap house Because houses are really cheap In the countryside right Because they're all Going empty He was like Oh this is good I've got a really big house <laughs> For basically free In Yamaguchi Two years later Yeah You get $300,000 Just debited to your account Oh it's time to Time to leave Yamaguchi now <laughs> I, probably, I just remember I what? left the kettle on Somewhere else Oh i to find him <laughs> <laughs> do an investigative panorama Podcast, style yeah. documentary where I track him down Peter Cook he's probably in Nagoya do
2: you, remember Peter, yeah. do you remember Peter Cook in the 90s where he'd just bang on people's doors and he'd always have like a dirty donkey jacket on and he'd, he'd have a clipboard and he'd say oh, where, where, where do you have to, re- to respond to the claims that you, you've uh, you've done all of these people out of money you're a dodgy builder <laughs> and he
1: would get a punch I on the nose lo- yeah. I'll do that I'll go do track that, him yeah. down. apparently I, like, a lot of people when they when they like uh Flee with these Sort of situations They yeah. do go to places Like Nagoya though. They go to these big Mega cities Where right. you can sort of Hide out easily Right Have a lovely time And in time. Japan I, f- I find like it's It's quite easy To just like Disappeared. Do you remember a few years ago we did that story about the people that just disappear at night time? They just pack their things with like a professional company. Yes. They pack all their stuff and they disappear in the night. And so someone can be living there at 6pm and then you wake up at 6am and they've gone with all their worldly possessions. Like it's a common service. So, yeah. Japan you can disappear i would love, love to have that. Million people I'd love to have like a
2: life where I just sort of kept moving and you never knew my next move and I'd just have all I had was a satchel. You wouldn't. all I had was a you satchel like with that. my with my data in there <laughs> My data
1: satchel floppy disks
2: <laughs> <My> fl- full <laughs> floppy di- full of full of um
1: uh high density three and a halfers lovely old job or maybe a zip disc I, <laughs> I oh God I remember them i I think like the main takeaway from this story is don't use a floppy disk why, yes, are, you floppy why disk? are you using a this floppy disk this isn't 1992 well it
2: seemed this yeah, is insane. I, I, but it sounds like the floppy disk bit worked but the online thing didn't work it sort of <laughs> muffed up hilariously <laughs> don't blame the floppy
1: disk don't blame, blame the floppy Japan's disk Japan's technological yeah. disaster when it comes to online like internet Japan's like a decade behind yeah track 10 years from the UK <laughs> and the US and that's where Japan is but uh, yeah I'd like to say well done that man but I guess he is a criminal technically and mm. it's pretty pretty unfortunate think of all the people he, uh, he screwed over it's 400 a vi- people they'll get closet. their money
2: it's a victimless crime
1: mate
2: <laughs> tax dollars victimless <laughs> crime mate we live in a kleptocracy what that's what all of our
1: what? bloody politicians are doing for crying out loud let the, let the, let the little man do it. it let the renter do it <laughs> they left that bit out of the story though what happened to the people that were left out of the 300 like the, the three hundred, four hundred thousand 400,000 yen yeah. sorry dollars 400,000 dollars that evaporated they'll did get they it. ever get anything they'll get did, it will they what? <laughs> <laughs> Donaldson the optimist uh. can't wait for you to be prime minister when are you going <laughs> to rebuild the bridge ah it'll happen no worries. No worries. <laughs> but uh, there you go. Even Japan. We always bang on about the low crime rate in Japan, but there are criminals here. Remember that. It's not entirely crime free. I've actually just finished a video today talking about scams in Japan. Mm. And uh, I think, you know, it's a, it can be easy to forget that uh, Japan still has crime. We bang on about how safe it is and how you can leave your keys and your phone on a Starbucks coffee table. But things still do, do go wrong. Yeah. Although it is mainly, unfortunately, for, uh, for the Japanese people that live here. Certainly in the town of Abu in Yamaguchi. Mm. Uh, we'll be back with the Fax Machine, guys, and your stories and questions in just a moment. And we're back with the fax machine. What do we got this week? Mr. Donaldson. we
0: got a message from Dave
2: from Buffalo NY. Hello, Pete and Chris. Once Japan lets tourists come uh, and visit, I plan on coming over. I have the benefit of working for a company that has an office in Tokyo and I do have to deal with them on occasion. Since I've gone to Japan and will have to visit these colleagues, I would like to know what would be an appropriate gift from America that your standard Japanese businessman and secretaries would enjoy. Dave, Buffalo, uh, New York. I mean, I'm thinking some kind of Barbecue sauce Just because
1: I've heard The word buffalo there (laughs) That's all I needed (laughs) Well yeah People like People in Japan like Kind of things From a local area Right Yeah So if I'm coming from the UK I should bring something From my area of Kent Knife crime No I should bring Like some cider Should bring some cider Or some sort of Like local food They'll like that Um, So yeah Bring whatever's famous In buffalo Which is barbecue sauce Right I'm, I'm, I'm,
2: I'm sorry Is it I mean because Are we talking about The same Buffalo Do you reckon Buffalo Exports uh, Let's have a look Buffalo <laughs> <This> Export uh, <laughs> No that's just a company Called Ex- Buffalo Export In Buffalo That's a global supplier Of mixed rags And credential clothing
1: <laughs> yeah. Bring them that Bring no them way, that well, Never mind but no, like bring, them, bring them something local Something that means Something to you mm. uh, Like if there's a story Behind it I think that'll go down Really well What would you bring them From Pool? Oh That's the local thing thing there. Oh, I'd I'd bring him some sea coal.
2: Uh, That's like sea coal. Got coal coal that washes up on the beach. Um, Some coal. Well, it's just because like there's like loads of coal in the sea. A lump of coal? No, they're not lumps of coal. It's like t- tiny little fragments of coal, and it all washes up on the beach. And back in the day, the wow. sea coal wagons would come round. They'd they'd, they'd get uh, they'd get their big shovels, put a load of sea coal in the back of their wagon, and they'd drive them to your nan's house, and you would have some cheap uh, cheap uh, coal for
1: their fire. But it was real pauper's coal. Uh, I don't know if that would make <laughs> a great gift. No. But then again, uh, energy Probably prices not. are quite high at the moment. Could be a good little Fair. alternative there. Coal yeah. from Pete, cider from me. No, bring something <laughs> local though. Or failing that, just get some just get some American liquor, some sort of alcohol. Yeah, some definitely. Jack Daniels or something. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's the easy crappy option. we yeah. uh, We got one from Sweden here. Hello, Chris and Pete. My name is Soda. Uh, in brackets yes actually my name is soda and i'm from sweden <laughs> uh, my question to you is how easy or hard is it to avoid carbohydrates in japan as someone who's a bit of a carb sensitive i am a bit anxious about all the white rice that comes with a lot of meals is there usually an option for whole grain rice which would be uh, which would mitigate the problem somewhat and uh, no i'm not going to live no. off deep fried food <laughs> best regards soda from sweden uh, I mean I've had this conundrum recently I've been thinking about losing weight well, I'm, I want to lose weight but I'm kind of holding off until I get back and like it, it, the easiest way to do that right is to stop eating carbs right. but everything comes with a bowl of rice there's a lot of noodles or pasta mm. it's really hard to track down something that is like has no carbs in it And I, what I have for dinner tonight, the akatori, yeah. in a weird way I guess it's kind of healthy because it's just basically protein yeah it's just like lumps of chicken on a stick um <laughs> not the most refined cuisine but <laughs> i don't know what do you think pete yeah think two cents yeah i mean I, i'd for any i mean it,
2: i, I am mean, sort of like it's kind of difficult isn't it because you do get a big old bowl of uh, of rice and there's never any other option other than the than the than the really sticky um sushi mm. rice really is there so yeah i'd um I, I, you just have to go go hard on the veg, won't you? Just uh, go hard on a salad. Just with every mm. meal, just book a, just get yourself a side salad in there as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, or just get like some fish. Like, or just, just yeah. don't. Often the uh, the rice comes in a separate bowl, so maybe just leave the bowl and don't eat the rice. Yeah. It's usually kind of frowned upon. I have this nai wastage culture. nai mm. means like don't waste things, right? Even though Japan's recycling rate is horrific. Like, you recycle everything and then they just stick it in an incinerator anyway. <laughs> I only discovered this recently, right? I thought Japan was good for recycling because yeah. we have to make so much effort. To but g- apparently, you know. they still just burn it all. They Did just they? divide it up and what? burn it anyway.
2: So they get away with that then?
1: Oh, yeah, aye, aye, aye. There's, a, there's a quite a lot but, of big,
2: um, uh, I was surprised in, in Tokyo, there's quite a few big uh, uh, chimneys, like these massive bloody chimneys, <laughs> in, like in like is it Shinjuku, no, it's around the uh, Yamanote line, a few, few stops north, of, yeah, somewhere around there. Mm. There's like these big fucking chimneys in the middle of town, um, and they're not for, you know, not there for, 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 for jokes and giggles, they're there to incinerate something. I was like, wow, that's a massive chimney in the middle of town, mad
1: to burn all the family-marked fried chicken wrappers. Exactly, yeah, yeah, And exactly. all the coolish that uh, you've eaten. <laughs> it has to all go somewhere. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's my advice, though. Eat fish, don't eat the rice, go to yakitori, <laughs> don't go for ramen. Don't, uh, basically, don't eat anything. Mm. Um, it'll don't be great. eat I believe anything. You do. Don't eat anything. Don't eat anything. we got one here from Arnold uh, from the Netherlands. Dear mm. Cherry Chris and Pineapple Pete, I've seen your video on Japan's strawberries and how expensive but tasty they are. I remember. The first time I met my Japanese girlfriend, she gave me some grapes called Kyoho. The taste was absolutely fantastic. Here in the Netherlands, they're just tiny, watery sacks of sadness. Besides (laughs) (laughs) besides strawberries, what is your favourite fruit in Japan? And did you need to get used to fruits being seasonal? Here in the Netherlands, most fruits are available all year long, but don't taste as good as in Japan. Arnold from the Netherlands. I mean, grapes in Japan are on another level, both mm. in terms of price and quality. So sweet. They have, like, these really... So floral. They're very, yeah, they're, they're floral, they're sweet, and, like, they are very kind of got a big, thick, rubbery skin to it. Do you, mm. you know the grapes I'm talking about, Pete? The I, I, really thick ones.
2: No, I, I, as discussed before, I, I thought I'd bought a lot of grapes. It was actually just little plastic bags of jelly. So uh, I'm I'm not <laughs> an expert on jelly, cause I, on, on grapes, because I will be tricked. <laughs> oh, these big. He's no fruit mass expert. Massive grapes. Mm, <laughs> How did
1: you manage that? How did I you don't manage know, that? Cause I'm an idiot. Cause I'm a bloody idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, grapes are another level. Strawberries are good and expensive. I think the strawberries in question is maybe the one where I went to. There's a after the tsunami, like a loads of the rice fields along South Miyagi got like annihilated basically Mm. and they couldn't grow anything in the soil Uh, all the rice and all the plants they used to grow they couldn't do it anymore so they made these these these, uh, greenhouses for the strawberries and obviously the strawberries are raised off the ground in these like big soil pots anyway so it doesn't Mm. really matter where they go and they've cultivated like the next level of strawberry like the future of strawberries it costs like two I was going to say $200 then it costs $20 for like a strawberry but oh my god it is perfect like they love the perfect fruit in japan and the strawberries right mm. go and watch the documentary i think it's a it's called like what happened in japan after the 200 billion dollar disaster but yeah. it was really inspiring this like run town that had been destroyed had like really turned it around and made these like world-class level strawberries that were exported around the world and like i remember speaking to the guy and they just started shipping to like saudi arabia uh these like really high-priced strawberries best strawberries you'll ever have Enough about strawberries. <laughs> Although we did just solve uh, Soda's problem, yeah, of what to eat in Japan. Really twenty-dollar strawberries, sugary strawberries, twenty-dollar strawberries, <laughs> fifty-dollar grapes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, yeah, f- fruit is definitely more seasonable. Seasonable, is that a word? Seasonal, yeah. seasonal. Yeah. <laughs> fruit is more seasonal in Japan for sure. I don't know why that is. Maybe because it's so far away from. Where the producers are, not not entirely sure, but definitely more more seasonable. Mm. I've said it again, more seasonable. seasonable. You love that word today. What are you up Creating to? Creating new words. <laughs> Creating new words. You had terms yakitori. But, uh, it is, is in it. It's maybe me <laughs> go mental. But, so uh, salty. Keep this. <laughs> this is a short episode than usual, guys, because mm-hmm. uh, I basically got to pack a bag in a minute. <laughs> He's got to run. Uh, I've got to run Uh, We've got one more episode Like this Mm. Before I come back To the UK And then I'll be with you Face to face
2: We'll be together again (laughs) Yes Chris is going to be Coming (laughs) to London We're going to be Doing some stuff Um, Chris What What are your Techniques for packing Because obviously You know Japan's opening up Everyone's getting Very excited about that So potential for people uh, Maybe next month Or month after To get over to Japan As tourists right What is your Top number one tip For packing bearing in mind and which is what I always say to my family members who are also going on holiday I say look there's nothing you can't buy out there that you don't already have So, or rather there's nothing if you if you forget something you can always pick up it you're not going to go anywhere you, you're not going to be able to get the stuff that you need okay unless it's in St Lucia and you need sun cream and nah. that's a nightmare <laughs> uh,
1: just do the uh, the Marie Conde method if it doesn't spark joy <laughs> chuck it, it in the, the bin
2: chuck it in the bin that's not packing that's chugging things in the bin that's tidying up your house I don't I,
1: there is no strategy. My luggage looks like a shit show. You open it up and it looks <laughs> like a bomb's gone off. Like, there's just crap everywhere. I, I really don't know what to bring back this time, though. Mm. Like, my bag, currently, it's half-packed and it's just got, like, some socks in it. There's nothing. Right. There's no presence for anyone. I've got my camera in there. I've got a book about stoicism, which I'm going to read on a beach at some point going <laughs> cool. <when I'm> back. <laughs> I, uh... Uh, but yeah it's, it's there's nothing in there it's really disappointing oh, well, what, what, what tactic is there I mean I, I wrote a big list out and I tick it off as I go mm. but the list this time is is depressingly empty but I do want to like <laughs> I want to keep the bag sort of empty so I can bring a lot of things back right okay right I uh, seven I yeah crisps mainly <laughs> British crisps because Japanese crisps have nothing on them but like yeah I want to bring lots of stuff back and right, populate okay. my studio with like British memorabilia oh, get one right. of those little Winston Churchill nodding dog things got those it, little uh,
2: yeah got those it, it, well you'd be pleased to know that um, you can buy all the American candy you want down at uh, HMV on uh, Bond Street is now a big one of those American hand candy kind of front for some kind of tax evasion nonsense kind of shops
1: I thought you, were gonna, <laughs> I thought you meant you were going to sell me all the candy I'm going to send you all the <laughs> candy it's just brought yeah, back yeah, by yeah, your partner yeah, yeah. flog it off
2: so that's basically our high streets but, now it's just all American candy shops and they're all front for
1: <laughs> d- dodgy deals (laughs) going to ruin British TV even more but we've got to decide if we're going to do a video or not like you guys have been asking uh, are you going to see Pete are you going to make a video and we haven't really hammered out any actual concrete ideas yet but we need to make something I need to do. I'm hoping Pete's going to be like I've booked you a surprise X Y Z, and then I can just turn up with the camera and film it. Oh, but right. It's okay. definitely not We're done going,
2: that. No, I've definitely not done that. We've gone. We've gone.
1: So <laughs> we'll go to South End. We'll uh, go to the South End
2: Arcade. We'll uh, play the play the little uh, bowling game. Uh, a big game of
1: Pac Man. <laughs> bowling. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, we what? What should we do? I guess we should like try some Japanese, like restaurants. Yeah, is that, that good? Good. Oh, does, it, is it, does it make sense for does you to travel to the other it, side of the world spark joy just to eat some more Japanese food it will spark joy well get in touch at
2: to uh, gmailcom get in touch let us know uh, what you want to see me and Chris do even if it's just smooching in a bed we, we'll do it because you know we serve you my friends we serve
1: you Some ideas are worse than others. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, let us know, guys. Give us some ideas. Keep the stories, questions, comments coming in to Podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back later in the week to do all over again, but for now, no matter where you might be, out in the big wide world, have yourself a great few days, we'll see you right back here to do it all over again on the Podcast. Bye for now.
0: Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands.